let's go y'all we are back for the afc north oh, i'm so excited let's get it football is back it's so close y'all i can taste it Ugh. um and the more i look at the afc north y'all whoo i thought the afc east was the best and the hardest but mm, we've got a little uh we've got some we got a competitor right here so afc north before i get too into it this is the hedge with double d thank y'all for joining me the hedge with double d as always i got my buddies dylan thank you for joining me man thanks for having me double d hey, oh tony big bear thank you for joining us always good to have you hey the pleasure's all over here man i promise <laughs> all right i love to hear it um oh i'm excited y'all so afc north as always, we start with the uh, overall schedules for the AFC North. <clears throat> the AFC North, they are playing the AFC South, which makes their schedules a little bit easier, which is maybe why all these win totals are higher than I expected. They are always also playing the NFC West, which is a tough division, so we'll see. I don't know. Um, kind of depends on what you think about the Rams, basically. I think that sways a lot of opinion on the nfc west but we'll talk about the nfc west next week so afc north uh they're playing the afc south nfc west um we're gonna we always go in alphabetical order we are gonna start with the baltimore ravens Ooh, the baltimore ravens y'all um they finished second last year in their division they went 10 and 7 um the over under for them is 10 and a half so vegas thinks they'll win another half game basically one more game than last year but guys uh they've got a tough schedule outside of the afc south um they really do they've got a tough schedule outside of the afc south um I'll pull it up here without getting y'all too much out of the way um the ravens i mean they've got a kind of an easy beginning to me but then it, I don't know. There, there's a couple. There's a couple places where it cuts up. It hits up. It gets tough here and there. Um, before I get too much into the over under, <clears throat> as always, let me get into the who they added, who they lost. They lost a lot of defense. They lost Calais Campbell, a big man on the line. They lost Marcus Peters at cornerback. They lost Clark, one of the starting safeties. Um, and for all that defense that they lost, the main people they added was right uh, at the wide receiver position. They drafted Zay Flowers. <clears throat> they added Nelson Aguilar. And obviously the biggest addition they added, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, so a lot of this is going to be, can Odell and Lamar make magic? Um, is Zay Flowers going to step in and make a big deal all of a sudden? Um, and with Baltimore <clears throat> finishing second, they don't have an easy schedule like you'd think maybe they have uh, something here and there but for the second place teams they have to they have to face for that they go at the chargers they play the lions and they play the dolphins three very tough games three very interesting games for the year um i'm not super high on baltimore um lamar is playing on the franchise tag is he gonna prove himself or not Tony says no. 
<laughs> he signed a long-term deal. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's signed right. A deal. Oh, that's right. He did sign a long-term deal. I'm sorry. So he did sign a long-term deal, which maybe is even less of a reason to prove yourself. But I'm not high on Baltimore. Um, they've got a good run game. We'll see if they have a good passing game, if Odell and them mesh. Obviously, with uh, Andrews, they've got a, a stellar tight end, and maybe like with all the other tight ends, I mean, sorry, with all the other receivers, that'll kind of open up the middle of the field for Marcus Andrews to really take over as like a number one, two tight end. Um, and then they've got obviously like the best kicker in the league, and they've got some pretty good um, linebackers, in my opinion. Um, their secondary, especially their cornerbacks, are going to be their weakness, I think. Um, <clears throat> but when I look at their schedule, the more I was going through it, I see like I see eight, nine wins, maybe ten wins. Um, I just don't. I I think they're going to take a step back this year. Um, I don't trust. I don't trust their defense. Usually, the Ravens are all about that defense. And their offense can kind of take over. Their run game with Lamar Jackson recently can take over. Maybe he can, he can hit a big pass here or there. But I just I don't trust him this year. I think the AFC North is going to be really tough. I think they're going to kind of split a lot of these games divisionally. Um, and I think they're going to lose a couple of these games against the NFC West and then these extra games against the Chargers, Lions, and Dolphins. And I, I only see them winning nine maybe 10 games. So I am going under on the Baltimore Ravens. Dylan, what do you think about that? Where are you going with the Ravens? You said the total's 10 and a half, right? 10 and a half. Uh, that's a good number. I mean, they're right there, I think, at that at that number. Um, <clears throat> they open up with te the Texans, you know, at home, should get a good win, start the, start the year. Um, but then going to the Bengals, uh, that's going to be tough. Of course, divisional game immediately. Uh, get the Colts at home, should take care of that. Um, but yeah, the middle of their schedule gets a little bit difficult. I think it's a story of of health with uh, this team. J.K. Dobbins is the best running back, one of the best running backs in the league when he's healthy. Um, yards per carry, um, he's just, uh, I think he was the best when he was on the field last year. Um, but does he stay there? I, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. Uh, Lamar hasn't finished the last two seasons. Um, either of those guys gets injured and their defense taking a hit. I mean, that's, that's a lot of factors. Um, you know, I, I, I don't have much to say, but I do think that the end of their schedule is going to be rough. Um, they do have the Niners, the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Jags and the Rams after their bye. if they're dealing with injuries at that point in the season, it's, it's just not going to be a good year. Um, you know, for them, they could still make a playoff spot with a nine or 10 win season, um, but their total at 10 and a half, I think it's a little high um, as well. Um, I'm going to put them right around 10 wins. Um, I think they're going to handle, you know, the Cardinals. I mean, they're going to handle most of their schedule, um, you know, a good part of their schedule early on, and they'll probably get some wins later. But I see them as probably in a nine win, maybe even an eight win team, maybe even going with a losing record, which would be a big step back for a team that's a playoff contender um, every year, um, pretty much with Lamar. So um, I'm going to go under as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think they're, uh, they're just going to be dealing with injuries potentially with, uh, Lamar signed the big deal. You know what that means? It's time to get injured. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, with these running quarterbacks, it seems like, you know, that sometimes happens and, um, I'm not saying that I wish that on anyone, but it is a concern in my mind. So I'm gonna go under on that total. 
All right, Tony, are you going to get three unders in a row? What are you thinking, brother? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go opposite of you guys. Um, I'm a I'm a believer in the Ravens. I'm definitely a believer in Lamar Jackson. I know a lot of people, after they sign a big contract, they kind of step back. They're like, all right, I got mine. I'm good. But um, Lamar, I don't know. I just, like I said, I believe in him. I know he loves the game. I know he loves to play. Uh, so I think he's going to really show out. You know, he's kind of struggled the last year or two. I know a lot of that's injury, but um, I think he's going to really ball out this year, come back to maybe his MVP form from a few years ago. Um, and with them getting – them losing people on defense, it's alarming when you think about it, but really any uh, John Harbaugh-led defense is going to be good. It's going to be competitive. So, you know, I have nothing but faith in him as well. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, really good defensive mind. So, I think they're going to – their defense is going to be better than what people are going to think at the beginning of the season. Um, I wish I could say OBJ was going to be a bigger part of the offense. I think he's kind of past his prime um, by a good amount. But, you know, he could at least be a distraction on the field. I'm sure he'll make some big catches. He always does. So, um yeah, I think I've. Um, I think Baltimore is going to be competing right up there with Cincinnati for this division. I think it's wide open. So give me the over, and let's just hope that not a whole lot of injuries happen because I can't think of a team that struggled more with injuries this last couple seasons than the Ravens. Um, so yeah, give me the over on the Ravens. Big believer. All right, interesting. All right, <laughs> Tony's got the under. I mean, sorry, over. <laughs> Dylan and I have the under. Tony, I agree with you that I don't like – I still believe in Lamar Jackson. I do think he's going to ball out, do his thing. I just don't believe in the defense. Um, and I agree with you, OBJ. I don't trust – I don't really – not that I don't, I don't know. He's got, he just had the ACL injury. I'm not a big <clears throat> not a big believer in him. But I do think if you want to talk about fantasy-wise, I think it's, it's going to open up the field a lot for Andrews. I think yeah. Andrews is going to stay in that top five and maybe move into like the top two or three tight ends. Because I think that middle of the field is going to open up a lot for him, and obviously Lamar Jackson loves him. So I'm going to just comment on OBJ real quick. I mean, he's a good talent, but that guy's ego has gotten him in trouble everywhere he's gone. And I mean, I know he's later in his career. He obviously has the Super Bowl, so he's going to bring that Super Bowl experience um, from that season, uh, even though he was injured in that Super Bowl. Um, but the same time, you know, do they need another ego on that offense? You know, I, so I, I, you know, again, I like what you said about Mark Andrews having a lot more opportunity. I'm just concerned OBJ brings more problems than talent at this point in his career. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said Marcus. I'm confusing with Marcus Peters <laughs> for Mark Andrews, but, um, uh, it's part of it. They lost Marcus Peters. They still have Mark Andrews. Mark it on the podcast. Mark it down. Mark it. <laughs> mark it foul. What is that from uh, Big Lebowski? Mark yeah. it zero. Mark it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the Bengals. The Bengals are the favorite for the division. Um, they are at 11 and a half wins for over under. Um, last year, they won the division, obviously. They were 12 and four. Um, they've got a tough schedule. Their extra games are they go to the Chiefs, they play the Vikings, and they play the Bills. Um, if you're if you're wondering why were they twelve and four, 
instead of a 17 game season. Remember that Bills game got cut short. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see them play the Bills again. Kind of a little rematch with the whole Demar Hamlin situation. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, the Bengals. I want to say one thing real quick. Yeah, I think ahead. as long as Burrow and Mahomes are in the league, that should be a yearly game. I know yeah. it's not always going to work out that way, but if they keep finishing first in the division together, man, that's just always such a good game. So that's the best game, man. I'm all for that. That's yeah. like my favorite game to watch right now. Mm-hmm. It's like Burrow is one of the few quarterbacks that just like does not fear Mahomes and the Chiefs at all. Yeah, you got ice in his veins, bro. He fears no man. <laughs> Um, all right, so the Bengals, um, they didn't do a whole lot of stuff in the offseason. Um, the big thing that they did was they added a little bit of offensive line help, which is really big for them because that's what they needed. They added Orlando Brown Jr., um, they added another guy I didn't write down as a guard, and they moved someone to the right side, so they've got some offensive line help basically. The Bengals, um, they lost both their safeties and they added an extra safety, um, basically in general. They, they helped the offensive line. Their defense got a lot younger. Um, not to say it got worse or better, but it got a lot younger. So take that as you will. Um, uh, their strength is definitely, obviously, the quarterback ride with wide receiver running back tandem between Joe Mixon, uh, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd, and obviously Joe Burrow, as we said. Um, their defensive line is also a big strength. And we'll kind of see how their offensive line does this year. Um, and then, again, like I said, they've got a young defense, a young secondary in general. Um, and they don't really have much of a tight end. Irv Smith Jr., I believe, is their starting tight end. And he's like a backup tight end. Um, no offense to him, but he's been a backup tight end for uh, most of Let's his. see you do it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could take him. <laughs> Double D on the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no offense to Irv. <laughs> but um they're tight end is definitely a weak spot. So I was gonna say if you were a tight end, you'd be more like a light end because hey, I don't know that you get... <laughs> Yeah, I'd be a receiving tight end, not a blocking tight end. Or like a bench warmer. Yeah. You'd be a taking flight in because you'd be getting knocked <laughs> yeah. off that field. <laughs> Very tight end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so the Bengals, I think that's all we have to say about them. Dylan, after you start with the Bengals, 11 and a half is their over under. Uh, do you see them getting over or under 11 and a half wins? I want you to get your tool set out. I want you to hammer it, hammer the over, the- hammer in the over. Is- yeah, this is easy for me. Um, I, I mean, the best wide receiver uh, quarterback combo in the league. I mean, they come from LSU together, win a natty, come into the, you know, Cincinnati with tons of, uh, you know, chemistry. And, and I mean, the NFL hasn't phased them yet. Uh, I like them as a Super Bowl, you know, run this year. I mean, they didn't get it quite last year, obviously, or, you know, they, they, they came up short. Um, but that's what they want, and that's what they're poised to do. Uh, I really like the beginning of their schedule too for them. Um, you know, Browns, um, Ravens, um, you know, some tough divisional matchups, of course, but then Rams, Titans, Cardinals, Seahawks at home, you know, they hit a bye. They should start out super strong. 
Um, we talked about the Bills in the other podcast, how they, we, I mean, some of us think they're still there. Some of us think they're taking a step back. I think they're taking a step back personally. So I think that's a good, you know, another game for them, um, you know, as a first place team to face. And then, you know, they get the Texans. I mean, you know, they have to play the Niners, which will be a tough game. But um, yeah, I mean, with, with me thinking that the Ravens are not going to be as good this year and hit some injury trouble later. Um, Vikings, I mean, you know, again, the Vikings are another team that is a first place team that I don't have a ton of faith in Kirk Cousins. Um, we'll have to see if that game is on Monday night. Um, it's not, it's Sunday time to be announced, but if it's a Sunday night game, you know, what's happening. Um, yeah, yeah, he's going to get freaking flexed, but I mean, (laughs) um, you know, I love Burrow. Um, I just think, uh, I think he's hitting that stride. I mean, he's looked so just excellent in his first, you know, part of his career, and he's he's not afraid of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's that's who he's going after. Um, and he knows where he's gonna have to meet him in the AFC championship um or uh beyond. So I think they're shooting for a one or two seed. I really think they want that home field advantage. Um, so I'm gonna take over, hammer down. I think they they have a 13 and four, uh, maybe even a 14 and three season. Um, really with just very few losses on that schedule. I see. All right, Tony, I'm going to you next. What are you thinking? Man, uh, I'm going to agree with Dylan. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm, I don't know if I'm as confident as Dylan is, but um, like you said, they they didn't do a whole lot this offseason, kind of a if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of situation. I think they're just going to reload, hope for uh, good health, and like you, uh, Dylan said, go for another Super Bowl and hopefully get the dub this time. So I think it's going to be interesting to see them in Baltimore at the end of the year, who ends up with the division, who ends up with that five seed. But uh yeah, it's going to be a fun season. So give me the over on Bengals. All right. All right, guys. We got our first uh, everyone agreeing on the over. You know what that means. We get a little. Uh... Over the hedge. Hey, Over the hedge. Little sound. <laughs> little sound or Kelsey on the over the hedge. <laughs> so we are all over the hedge here. I'm taking the over. I agree with y'all. Uh, if we're going to talk about a little betting, this is a betting show. Let me do a little tangent. FanDuel right now is doing a little bit of a like, uh, if you put $50 on a Super Bowl winner, for every win they get, you get $5 up to $50. So basically, if they get 10 wins, you get your money back. I think the Bengals are a great pick on that right there. Because I think the Bengals are definitely going to get 10 wins. They're going to get your money back at the $50. And like Dylan said, I think they're a sneaky Super Bowl pick. It's really hard to repeat, obviously, as the Chiefs. So, I, man, I like the Bengals. Um, I agree with y'all. I think the Vikings and the Bills aren't as hard as it can be for the first-place team. I like the Bengals going over. I think they're going to win, like, 13 games again. I think they're going to take this division. Um, I think their offense is just amazing. I think it'll take over their defense. I think they've got a really good defensive coordinator. Uh, which will kind of help out with everything. So I'm taking the Bengals over. We're going to stop right here for a second. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back with the Browns, y'all. Thank you for sticking with us. (laughs) All right, y'all. We're back. Uh, We're talking AFC North. Uh, We've already talked Baltimore. We've already talked Cincinnati. We're going to get into the Browns and the Steelers next. So, Cleveland Browns, one of the more interesting, one of the more enigmatic teams of this year, 
Ooh. Enigmatic. Yeah, good word Look there. You. Yeah, we're smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the more confusing, hard to pick teams for those out there. Um, ah oh, man. So the Browns, they finished last in the division. But that doesn't make their schedule that much easier if you look at their uh, teams they play. They were 7-10, and 10, even though Jacoby Brissett played. Let's look at it. Um, Jacoby Brissett played, I want to say, the first like, 11, 12 weeks. We had the whole issue with Deshaun Watson. We're not going to get into. I don't want to get into it. It's, you know, it is what it is. The Browns should be ashamed of themselves for putting that thing out there. Does Deshaun, Ro- Does Deshaun Watson rub you the wrong way? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Uh, yes. It <laughs> um, came to me. It's a- <laughs> All right. So Deshaun Watson started week 13. So um, he lost like no money. It's a travesty. Um. And they still won seven games. So with with Jacoby Brissett starting a lot of that, um, Nick Chubb is, woo, Nick Chubb and that offensive line are dominant. Let's just say that. Um, and that's kind of where we're going to get into for the Browns. Nick Chubb and that offensive line are really good. Um, the Browns won seven games, and they lost a lot of close games with Jacoby Brissett. So, you know, take that as you will. Just facts that I'm putting out there. Um, the Browns this year, they lost some defensive players. They lost Greedy Williams, a good cornerback, maybe a better name than he is a player. But, man, that's a great name, Greedy Williams. Um, <laughs> they lost Jadavian Clowney, also a pretty fun name, but also a really good player <laughs> on the pass rush. Um, but they added Zadarius Smith. As a Packers fan, I know how good of a pass rusher Zedarius Smith is. He can really wreak havoc. It'll be interesting to see him and Clowney on either side of the line. That's going to be it's going to be hard to block. They added Elijah Moore as a wide receiver to help Deshaun Watson from and still their offensive line. Their offensive line is one of the like top five in the league. Their offensive line, their running game is top five in the league. Um, Their pass rush is very good. Their cornerback situation is good. Um, Let me look at the the roster to give you some names out there, but I know their cornerback situation is good. Um, uh, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom. Um, They've got a a great defense. It kind of, I want to say it comes down to Deshaun Watson, but he doesn't even have to like, lead the team because Nick Chubb and this offensive line are so good. Um, Deshaun Watson just has to be like better than he was last year. If he can get, if he can get back to that top 10, top 12 quarterback that he was in, in Texas, in Houston, you know, I heard a stat that like being in a dome helps like a, it's like a 6% or six points on your overall QBR. But I don't think that's that big of a difference. I don't think it's the outside versus the dome that was hurting Deshaun Watson. I think it was just the the overall situation, everything going on with him, um, and then not playing for the first like three quarters of the season. I'd imagine Deshaun Watson gets better. Um, 
I think Deshaun, uh, you know, but I'm not going to start with this team. So let me let me stop there. Um, Tony, what are you thinking? Does Deshaun Watson get better? Do the Browns get over nine and a half wins this season? Um, the Browns are going to Brown. That's really all I can say. <laughs> you know, they've they've got a good defense. They've got a great offensive line and running back, you know, like running game. But I don't know. Just I can't trust the Browns ever. Um, like you said, if Deshaun Watson can become Deshaun Watson of five years ago, then yeah, they could definitely be a contender. Um, but in the division and in the whole league. But I just don't think he's going to be there. Get back to that. Um, I know I said I believed in Lamar and I thought he was going to bounce back. I don't see the same for Deshaun. Um, that might just be kind of me hoping that because he's a terrible human being. But, you know, at the same time, uh, who knows? So I'm going to go with the under on the Browns. I just don't trust him. At the end of the day, it's the Cleveland Browns. I shouldn't have to say much more than that. So give me the under on Cleveland. All right. Understandable. The Browns have been like the worst team in the last like 40 years. So it's hard to argue, but man, so you went over on the Ravens. So that means I think that's going to kind of sway me and use difference here. You you think over on the Ravens, I think under on the Ravens, I think I'm going to go over on the Browns. I think the Browns, Ah oh man, see, this is tough here. So the Browns, when I first, was looking at the Browns like, oh, I'm going to take their over. And then it was nine and a half. I was like, holy crap, that's a – oh, this is explicit. Holy shit. That was a – that's a high over. Holy Brown. Holy Brown. Holy Brown note. <laughs> this is a high uh, – that's the nine and a half. They, they have some expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you win ten games, that should be a playoff team. Um, should be. It could be, unless you lose. I mean, it should be, but you're, it's it's not. The AFC is tough. AFC stat. Yeah, so it's not necessarily. You're right. It's not. It's not guaranteed. But, ooh man, the Browns are a really good value to win this division at like three eighty. I think they're a great value to make the playoffs. Um, I like them. If you have a good uh, offensive line, if you have a good defensive line, you should be good. Um, and if you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, man, just if basically if they had him last year, I would I think they win four more of those games, those close games that Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett could not win for them. And he played poorly, Deshaun Watson, obviously, last year, which scares me. But he has the offseason now. He has this whole season to get back into it. Um, what I was going to say usually finishing fourth means you have an easy schedule, but they get the bears, the jets and the Broncos, which are like the worst teams as a fourth place team to play. Um, the jets are way better. The Broncos are going to be way better. The bears. I don't know. They could be way better. They could be terrible. So, Oh, that scares me. But if I'm taking Baltimore under, I'm going to take the Browns over. I think I think a lot of people are going to go away from the Browns because, like Tony said, the Browns are terrible. The Browns, Brown, they're like the Lions. They're like the Jets. They've been terrible for a long time. They always mess up. They fuck up. But I'm going to go over with the Browns. I'm going to trust in them. I think their defense is going to step up. I think Deshaun Watson. 
more importantly, I think the offensive line and Nick Chubb is going to keep them in games, and Deshaun Watson is going to win three or four games at the end to get them that 10th, maybe 11th win, and it's going to get them in the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Browns on the over. All right, Dylan, give us the tiebreaker. Over, under on the Browns. Yeah, man, this is a pretty straightforward situation. Um, And just to give you an analogy, um, I'm going to call this the Tiger Woods effect. Um, When any athlete goes through this type of public, um, you know, type of, uh, you know, shame, and uh, especially with, you know, it comes to do with women and all that stuff. I I just have a feel that that's just something that does not, go away um i don't think um you know he lived his life in a certain way and when it was brought to light unfortunately i think that's going to stay with him longer than the off season um you know i i I, what he did was wrong clearly um and uh i don't think he's a very good person because of that um and that's going to affect his leadership now they got a killer run game you're right uh nick chubb probably lead the league in, in yards if he stays healthy um he should get you know 15 18 touches a game average 100 yards plus a game maybe go over 2000 um and still you know you know i don't see them necessarily winning games because of that because that's just a slower pace of of game um you they do have a, they do have a lot of hard games too like you mentioned against uh denver they got to play the jets later in the year jets who will be pushing for a um you know playoff run super bowl run with rogers so and the one thing that I want to point out too that we haven't talked about is really their wide receiver core is pretty thin. Um, you got Amari Pooper, um, perfect for the Browns. Um, that guy is, you know, he's just inconsistent. Um, he drops a lot of balls. He's dropped a lot in Dallas. And, uh, you know, they added Cedric Tillman, uh, who I love, go balls. Um, love to see him, you know, do something. Uh, you know, that would be awesome. But, you know, besides that, you know, they got Marquise Goodwin. He's a burner. Um, but not super proven um, in the NFL. And then uh, Elijah Moore, of course, coming in as well. So I just think that if they get into these games against these tough divisional opponents and it's low scoring games, like they should be with the Browns, if they're running the football, um, they're just going to swing a lot of ways the wrong way. And Deshaun Watson, I just have a feeling he's going to choke. Um, I don't know. I just call it a Tiger Woods effect. So, um, you know, I'm with Tony. Give me the under, um, you know, they're a six, seven, one team again. And, uh, you know, the Browns fans are disappointed and uh, it's, it's all status quo. All right. Interesting. All right, man. So I also agree with y'all that Deshaun Watson is a bad person for the record. Yeah, sure, Dawson. Yeah, we're all the same page. He's taking the you're taking the over. I mean, yeah. I, I just want to know, like, what do you think this guy's been going through in the off season? Like, just like living with this like you know he's living in cleveland now too i mean is there's nothing going on i mean what is he doing he's just festering yeah i don't, know. Yeah, I don't uh, think i don't think he's got a uh, a heavy conscience for what oh, let's just say that no. i don't well, know i don't, I don't know your leader you're in trouble i don't know these people but i imagine if i don't think you're a good person i don't think you have a i don't think you feel bad too bad about it but you should you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Pittsburgh. So, ooh. 
Oh, man. I'm looking at our over-unders for the total. I want to, like, predict our over-under for the last one, but I will wait. Um, the Steelers. There was a stat last year that came out that Mike Tomlin, I believe – now I'm just I'm just kind of remembering this, so maybe someone can tell me if I'm wrong. But I think Mike Tomlin has never gone under 500. Never. Yep. Okay. So he was nine and eight last year with a bad team, with Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Ooh, what a stacked lineup at quarterback. <laughs> um, and so it's hard. It's like, oh man, you don't want to go under. You never want to say he's going to go under 500 again, because like I mean, he's a top five coach right now, top two or three coach maybe in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, oh, they finished third. Their, their extra schedule is easier than the Browns schedule who finished fourth. Um, I'd rather play the Raiders and the Broncos. I'd rather play the Patriots and the Jets and then the Bears and the Packers. I'd maybe you'd probably rather play the Packers too, honestly, than Justin Fields. Um, it's all, they, I think they have an easier schedule. Um, so, so, uh, if y'all didn't catch that, they played the Raiders, the Packers and the Patriots and man, they did some upgrades. They added a lot of players. Um, they, 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 uh, kind of shored up their offensive line. They got Siumalo from the Eagles, who was a starter. They drafted Broderick Jones. He probably, I don't know if he's going to start or not. Um, on their defense, they got Holcomb at linebacker. They got Patrick Peterson from the Ravens. Um, I'm sorry, not from the Ravens. Um, and then they got um Ogan Joby to start on their defensive line. So like, they lost Cam Sutton, they lost Miles Jack, but I think overall they got better. Um, it really depends on if Kenny Pickett steps up. Obviously, Kenny Pickett's gonna start. You know, he's going to be their main guy to go. Uh, Their strength, though, is their running back with Najee Harris. They've got some solid receivers. They've got a really good – I don't want to say really good. They've got a good pass rush with TJ Watt, and they've got some some guys in that D-line. Opposite of TJ Watt, they don't have much. And they've got a good secondary. Um, For their weaknesses, it's basically like – I mean, their quarterback, you know, I don't know – it's hard to say. Do we trust Kenny Pickett? Do we not? Um, it's really hard to say. Um, so going with all of that, uh, their over-under is eight and a half games. They are, I guess, picked to finish last in the division with eight and a half games. Um, that is the lowest. Whew. If we compare all these teams to the AFC East, which we thought was the best division, um, eight and a half is better than the Patriots. So maybe the AFC North is better. I don't know. But I mean, Pittsburgh, that's just, uh, they basically, there's not going to be a bad team in this division if you listen to Vegas. And it's hard to pick against Mike Tomlin. Um, <laughs> part of me thinks he'll go eight, eight, and one. He's going to, or he's going to go nine and eight again. Um, Oh man, it's so this is such a tough one. Um I'm definitely not gonna pick him to go under 500. All the sudden I'm not gonna be like all of a sudden he goes under 500 for the first time ever. But he's got a tough schedule. 
in general, but then he gets the Raiders, the Packers, the Patriots. He gets the AFC South, which is a little bit easier. Uh, I think I see the, I think I see the Steelers winning nine games. I think I see them going nine and eight again. I think I see them winning, or sorry, missing out on the playoffs again, just barely, but getting above that five hundred mark, but still in third place in the division. Maybe fourth place. Oh, all these picks combined. If you look at my picks combined, it's like, I don't know. How are all these teams going to win nine games or 10 or 11 games? <laughs> Someone's going to mess up. But that's why we call it the hedge. I'm a hedging. Someone's going to get there, too. <laughs> so I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Pittsburgh over. I think they win nine games. I think the Browns win 10 games. Oh man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good division, and it's gonna be a lot of I think a lot of these uh, divisional games are gonna go. I think a lot of these teams are gonna go one and one against these teams in their own division. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of sweeps. So I see Pittsburgh going nine and eight, but I'm not super confident about it. Um, Dylan, you agree? You think they go over or under? What's your thoughts? Yeah. Uh... Love the storyline here, man. We got Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh, um, you know, watching him play um, in college. And he's a great player uh, coming into year two, stepping into a program or, a, you know, a, um, you know, team that they've got a great history. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the best run organizations in the NFL. Um, their fan base is super positive. Um, there's not a lot of like negatives to say that, like from last year to this year, like what's really changed. Um you know, George Pickens is a great wide receiver. Uh, Deontay Johnson. They did add Allen Robinson as well, who, who's another big time threat, another big guy. I think he's like 6'4 um, with great hands. Huh? Yeah. That's a solid one, two, three for receivers right there. Yeah. I mean, that's a solid receiver core. I mean, and, and you got Najee. Um, you know, the defense, what they're, you know, their defense can be good. That this division's a gauntlet, um, but outside the division, I really like their schedule. Uh, I really do. I mean, you know, getting the Raiders, I mean, that's on the road, but, um, you know, getting the Packers, we, uh, I don't know, Dawson, sorry, bro, not the Packers year this year, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, there's just, there's a lot of things in, in me thinking that the Ravens are going to have to maybe deal with some injuries down the road. They play the Ravens a little later on, including the last game of the year, which is you, we always know that game is huge on the schedule. Um, you know, and, and again, come back to Mike Tomlin, right? Are we going to go against the streak, you know, of, of, of that? And it's kind of like, this is my philosophy. They, I hate when these stats come up. It's like when you're watching baseball and they're like, guys throwing a no hitter. Oh yeah, this ten, and then as soon as like like the baseball announcers know, but like in basketball, they're always talking about how a guy had missed a shot or a free throw, and then misses the free throw, right? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'd hate to see, I'd hate to see it, uh, but I like the storyline here. I think that the Browns are are not great. I think the Ravens aren't great. I think, um, you know, I mean, the Bengals are going to run through everybody, and then I, I do think that the the Steelers end up in the second place spot. So. Um, give me the over uh, on the division uh, or over on the uh, total uh, there. Um, nine win team, ten win team, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I just, I just see them, you know, taking care of a lot of business with the, uh, you know, playing the the Patriots at home and the uh, Cardinals at home. Um, you know, they they get some good games there. The Colts, what's going on with them? You know, we we they're not. I'm not very confident in them. So they play them kind of a nice little stretch there. 
Um, a couple games against the Bengals that are going to be tough at the end. But anyway, um, so I'll take the over uh, just to kind of stay congruent with my picks. Uh, so, yeah, give me the over on that one. All right. Tony, are we going to get three for three? Oh, man, this is the toughest one of the division, I think. Um, and I still really don't know. Um, they have <laughs> solid pieces everywhere, but I really think – like you said, the biggest weakness on their team is quarterback. Like Mike Tomlin, I'm sorry, you are one of the top coaches in this league. I think your streak's going to come to an end this year. Um, you heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, I, their schedule, that's the thing that gets me. If they had just like one harder out-of-division game, I would yeah. be like, okay, yeah, under, that's fine. Yeah. But, man, you said the Raiders. Who else? Packers and the Patriots. Dude, that could easily be three wins. Like, that's at least two wins. It should be favored. Damn. Um, I still do think that eight and a half is just a little bit too high, though. So I'm going to stick with my gut and go with the under on that. Um, Also, I just don't want to agree with you, turds. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, Kenny Smallhands Pickett, um, (laughs) I don't think he's going to be the quarterback for the whole season. He's definitely not the answer in Pittsburgh. like, if this team had a good quarterback, even just a good one, a decent one, they don't need a star. Like, even if Aaron Rodgers was plugged in, they'd be a decent uh, – nah, I'm just kidding. This guy. Hey, he came for blood today. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, I like, think they're just – Would you like them more if they had Heineke? Honestly, yeah. I think I would. I like Heineke. Yeah. I just I, – I mean, yeah, he's solid. He's not going to – lead your team to a Super Bowl, but he'll win you some games. He'll win and, nine uh, games, yeah. Yeah, nine games. Yeah. But, <laughs> you uh, he, would you rather them have the Sean Watson? <laughs> no. I, I, I wish legit Sean Watson would never play another snap, snap of football ever again. <laughs> well, that's a part. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're not getting into that. But, uh, yeah, you, Sean, if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. Uh, Steelers, give me the under. All right. <laughs> now, technically, they could go under and still get 500 with a little 8 8 and 1 action. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he could I like that 8 8 and 1, man. That's he just, too. A, I kind of feel 8 8 and 1. If I could Browns and Steelers will tie this season. You heard it here first. They're going to tie at 9. Three Browns, you said Browns? like that. The Browns and Steelers will Browns tie in one of their two right. matchups. It'll be right. a tie. Put it up. Put it down. Hedge put it down. let's go i like that i mean i mean if someone someone there's always someone that ties so why not the steelers you know exactly a team that can't like score when you need to Mm -hmm. a team that's gonna like play it safe run the ball can you pick gonna turn it over at like the 40 yard line with four minutes left in overtime you know like that yeah yep Yep, classic. I do that fake slide bullshit he didn't call it second and two (laughs) and he's gonna turn it over (laughs) yeah yeah, okay guys well uh we got one more thing left to do we got to pick our division winners let me pull up those odds again i think i texted them to you but let me pull them up all right oh here we are okay everybody's in the plus Ooh. oh man that makes me like the Bengals. <laughs> everybody's at plus money so the Bengals are at plus 150 
The Ravens are at plus 235. The Browns are at plus 380. And the Steelers are at plus 450. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Taking the Bengals. I think this is a – it's not easy, but it's kind of easy. I think the Bengals are going to take this division. Obviously, I said the under on Baltimore, so it'd be crazy to pick Baltimore. But – um. I think your value pick could be the Browns if all of a sudden they break out and Deshaun Watson becomes that top 10 quarterback. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're more of a playoff. If you want to bet on them to make the playoffs, that could be an interesting pick. I'm taking the Bengals, plus 150, putting it in there. Uh, Dylan, who you got? Uh, Bengals. Bengals. Easy. Easy, plus 150. Tony, who you got? Man, I'm gonna keep it along with uh, not agreeing with you, turds. Oh my give me, god! Give me the Ravens. I think they're gonna come away with the division this year. I uh, said it multiple times now. I'm a big believer in Lamar. I'm a big believer in Harbaugh. I think Lamar, as long as he can stay healthy, is going to reaffirm that he is a top five quarterback in this league. He deserves every penny he got from that contract and then some. He should have gotten it a few years ago. Uh, the fact that he didn't is very disrespectful. So. Um, I think he's going to be an MVP candidate. Uh, he's going to – they're going to have a good season. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the AFC championship running through Baltimore, maybe get that number one seed over Kansas City. Um, I think it's going to be a good year in Baltimore. Uh, so, give me give me the Ravens. All right, Tony, I got a question for you. So, If you were to put that $50 bet on FanDuel that gives you $5 back on every win – would you pick Baltimore over the Chiefs? Let me pull up the odds for you. You think about it. I'm going to pull up the odds. So, will, you, will you explain it to me one more time? Okay. There is a uh, bonus, super win bonus on FanDuel that says, you bet $50 on a team to win the Super Bowl. You will get $5 in bonus bets back for every regular season win that they get up to $50. So if they win 10 games in the regular season, you get your money back, basically, in bonus bets. Huh. So, um, but also if they win the Super Bowl, you get the $50 times whatever, you know, the Super Bowl odds are. So, filibuster action. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are plus 600. They win right, the Super Bowl? Win the Super Bowl. Are they the, the best odds to win? They are the best odds to win. Huh. That's why I love the NFL. It's anyone's game for the most part. The Ravens okay, plus, sorry, continue. You're good. So the Chiefs plus 600, the Ravens plus 1,800. So Ooh, give me the Ravens. I'd put – not, not that I actually think that they would do it, but just for betting reasons, especially if they win 10 games, I get my 50 bucks back. Yep. Like I, I want to go big with that plus 1,800. Do I think they're a better team than Kansas City? I don't think so. I think if they met up in the conference championship, I think Kansas City would probably win because they have the experience and everything. But, man, I want I want the big payday. That's what I want. You get $900 if the Ravens win. Yeah. And, you, so, you know, and as long as they win 10 games, which I'm very confident they'll win 10. Like, that's nothing. They'll win 10. They get my money back, that's fine. All right. Dang, I might actually do that. Ooh. Hey, uh, let's go. <laughs> hey. Dylan. Dylan, I got a question for you. Okay. Ooh. Same same question. FanDuel. You get your you put $50 down. If they win 10 games, you get all your money back with free bets. We're talking NFC. 
The two favorite teams in the NFC are the Eagles and the 49ers. Now, I know we haven't talked 49ers yet, and you can also take you can take a wildcard team if you don't want to pick either, either of those t- these two teams. But which of those two teams would you put those $50 down to win the Super Bowl? The Eagles, a little filibuster to let you think. Eagles are plus 800. Plus 800 will give you uh, 80 times 5 should be 400, right? So $400. If you win, and then the 49ers are plus a thousand, so that'll give you five hundred dollars if you win. Is Brock Purdy still a quarterback? And in in- Brock Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. Brock Purdy is supposed to be, is scheduled to be the starting quarterback. Okay, yeah, um, staying away from that. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, San Francisco, I mean, great team. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna win ten games. Both these teams should win ten games. Um, I. I mean, on on those two, of those two in the NFC, yeah, definitely the Eagles. Uh, of those two, uh, I think Eagles are trying to get back to the Super Bowl. I think we taught them already. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they lose? I mean, Miles Sanders, they'll be fine. Yeah. Miles yeah. Sanders is pedestrian. I mean, he's a good running back, but not, not. I mean, he's not pedestrian. But you know what I'm saying? He's not a huge crucial loss in my opinion. Not worth um, running. Back. Yeah. So, um, Jalen Hurts is obviously great. So, yeah. Uh, but. I just want to go ahead and call it. The AFC is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I don't care who's, who it is. If it's the Bengals, if it's the Chiefs. Um, the Ravens. If it's Tony's Ravens. Uh, if it's the Titans. Yes. Uh, we haven't thought that. But, no, uh, yeah, uh, so Eagles on that one. All right. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Um, thank you all for joining me. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get back with the NFC North, as always. Listen to what we said. See if you agree. Hedge those bets. Bet responsibly. Thank you guys for joining me. We'll see you next time. See you, boys. Love it.